guys, welcome to another episode of the Unqualified Teacher Podcast. My name is Nia Mudodong, the host, and today we, I have with me a very special guest, Francis. Hi, Francis. Welcome to Hello, the podcast. Nia. Yeah, it's an honor to be here. I always look forward to coming here. And now you're here. Look at that. Fun fact, Francis and I met because of the podcast, I think. Yeah, yeah, right? true, true, true. Yeah, yeah, listen to yeah, your podcast, yeah. uh, the, the episode with, um, what's her name? With Esther. Yeah. Yes. And I, that was my first episode, and I was like, wow, this is really nice. And I contacted you. I I didn't slide into your DM. I just contacted you on Twitter and commented <laughs> you. Yeah. And then, now we're here. Then, yeah. 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 Look at that. Look at God. Okay, so let's get right into <laughs> let's get right into today's episode. So today we're talking about friendship friendships between men and women. And the question is basically can men and women be friends? And before you answer, Francis, before you answer, I just want to say that the reason why I'm having this episode with you, having this conversation is with you, is because I have always been the kind of you know, until recently I've always been the kind of girl that was always almost always friends with guys. So I always had more male friends than female friends. And then Francis is the opposite. He's always had more female friends than male friends. So that ma- I think that makes both of us uniquely qualified to have this conversation. I guess. So, what did you say? I said, I guess so. Yeah. So, because I really wanted to have this conversation with someone that has the experience, not just someone that is just saying... Because it's one thing for a guy to be like, yeah, men and women can be friends, and they've never really had female friends. So I wanted to have a conversation with someone that knows exactly what we're talking about. So back to the conversation. Do you think men and women can be friends? Yes, absolutely. Men and women can be friends. I'm a living testimony to that. They can be very platonic friends without any strings being attached. Men and women can be friends. And I but is it- believe... Is, you said? No, go on. I believe I believe it's something encouraged, even okay. in the Bible. Okay, it's interesting to bring up the Bible because I was going to say that the Bible or God's perspective, just like every other thing on this conversation or with this conversation, God's perspective is so different from the human perspective. Because usually, when you ask anyone, "Can men and women be friends?" the first answer is like, "Definitely not." How? And I remember even the other day, I don't tell unfortunate, but I happened to catch um, someone in the parlor watching a Nigerian movie. And um, the guy was friends with this girl. He initially planned to ask her out, but after hearing her story, they became friends. And, you know, they became really close friends. And he started to see her uh, as his sister, because he didn't have a sister, he didn't have a sibling until one day or not one day it was a couple of times where he would have his friends um tease him about having had that girl as his um as just his friend and the girl was a virgin so like how can you do that how can you be having this the same things like oh that's like having an, a, a chicken and you keeping as a pet things like that and so okay and so because we flash this happens for a while until one day when the girl usually she comes to his room to study and whatever they are both in school and so this day she comes to his room to study she's not feeling so well he gives her drugs i don't know if it was just normal drugs but that's a whole other conversation he gives her drugs um she goes to sleep and then we start to see wow. nigerian film now we start to see the conversation happening <laughs> in his head where he's flashing back to wow. um when his friends were telling him all those things like ah that fine girl ah, ah. so he wants to just leave her there as a friend and then someone else to go whatever whatever anyways he's, we see all of that happening in his head and that pushes him to do what stuff with the girl and this, yeah and then they up diverting the girl so it was a whole thing but it, I, I so i'm glad that i read of the bible thing because it's so clear that's just one example of how clear how obvious it is that most people in the world think that men and women have no business being friends because they're always like how it's the, the only way the only way they will say a man and woman can be friends is if the other person doesn't find the other person attractive or doesn't think the other person is attractive and even then they are still like one day something can still happen 
I, I think it's it's because of how bad or how twisted the mind of the society is and the mind of the natural man. I think that's why people find it difficult just being friends with the opposite sex because honestly, uh, I, I feel like if you really genuinely like someone and mm-hmm. if you you are genuinely born again and if you're I genuinely a believer you come to understand that you shouldn't see women as um, an object of uh, how I put it or as a means to satisfy your needs or how I put or, or you wouldn't objectify women you wouldn't just see them as a sex thing yeah you see them generally as sisters I think Paul in the New Testament in one of the episodes of like she uh see the ladies as sisters basically and you wouldn't want to do certain things with your sister although is it, okay is it? i was gonna say it's interesting rest of that sister's thing because i don't like brother i don't like people in my church or guys on twitter to call me sis don't, i'm not your sis but it's gone uh i get i get <laughs> I, I don't call i don't call my friends this sis is our sisters whatever. i guess friends oh, zone, oh. and then there's a whole other sis zone don't <laughs> sister zone me you know, let me start doing you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, but but honestly, uh, I I believe that um, honestly, if you genuinely like someone, even if you, even if you don't see the person as a sister, or you genuinely like someone and you genuinely have a good heart, a purified mind, I don't think you would see them in that way even if you're attracted to the person i don't think you would want to go down that road as a believer that's my own thought and even yeah. prior to being a believer i had friends i had female friends and i could go to sleep in their rooms and they could come to sleep in my rooms and nothing will happen because i didn't I, I wasn't controlled by sex so i wasn't interested in that way so okay I like that you brought the pre-Jesus um, thing because I was going to say that because um, like we've already established there is the world, widely held belief that men and women simply can't be friends, just can't be friends. And it's it's a it's one of those things I like to call <laughs> lies from the pit of hell but that have lasted a while and keep getting past, you know, okay, from let me, let, me, let, me, let me put this in. My best friend, I have a female best friend. So, yeah. and there is nothing, there has never been anything. Although a lot of people... And there will never be. I don't think there will ever be. <laughs> okay. I don't think, but who knows tomorrow? But I don't think wow. Okay. Okay. So as I was saying, so yeah, that's the you know what wildly held um, belief. The general opinion is that men and women can't just can't be friends because how? And the reason why I wanted to talk about this because that is so damaging. Because uh, just like we saw in the movie that I made reference to, the guy by himself had like he saw that girl as a sister. You know, he was proud of her. He wanted to protect her and, you know, take care of her without anything. But because of his friends who thought thought differently, like most people, he was pushed to do what he didn't want to do. And so that just shows the danger of that kind of mentality which a lot of people have. And it starts really, really... I like like, it's it's social programming because it starts really, really young. As soon as a boy and a girl... Can you hear me? Yeah, so I agree with you. Like, yeah. Yeah. As soon as a boy and girl get close in, in primary school, there's immediately that, um, oh, that whatever people say, like, oh, if you are Lagos, you're they start calling you, <laughs> Yahoo, or call. Oh, I remember one time, yeah, I remember one time I did this, um, uh, what's it called? Cinderella thing. And, there was I was in Cinderella and there was a prince, and then that was how the, the narrative was. Oh, I, I didn't know Jack about Jack, and this guy was he didn't know Jack about Jack, but everybody just made it seem like we were destined yeah. 
You know, one thing I noticed about society, a lot of people in society like to project their own beliefs on others. Yeah, true. So they project it so much. They project it so much that it becomes your reality. reality. But then another thing, yeah, and then another thing with that kind of mindset, just like any other, you know, wildly held mindset, is it, it becomes, it really sinks in and becomes yours, where it stops you from seeing a guy as like as a woman because you know that you've been told so many times that men and women can be friends as soon as you meet a guy you are immediately thinking if men and women can be friends so obviously he's, he's i need either need to sleep with him romance, or be in a relationship yeah. with him like romance is the next next thing either sexually romantic mm-hmm. like that's the next thing and then for 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 the man obviously men and women can be friends right so as soon as i meet a woman I'm already plotting how to get her in my bed or how to be her boyfriend or how to make her my wife. Like it it we don't realize how damaging that 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 mindset is until you realize that you cannot like I know guys that have never had females as friends. Ever. That, that, that can't be me. <laughs> like never. Because it's as soon as and it, like because I am usually, you know, attracted to guys, not sexually, but more like that is usually just until recently let me put that because god is working on me <laughs> until recently i was almost always friends with with guys and so there were most a lot of guys that i was their first female friend but it took us a while to get there because usually because they are not used to it as soon as they are nice to them many times at the office a new guy comes into the building and many times i will be the first girl to talk to them and they, they immediately just go, oh, she must like me. Oh, she must be attracted to I don't, me. I don't, I don't think just, it's just guys. I don't think it's just guys, too. Because... I'm just I, talking from my own experience. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm not saying it's just guys. I'm just saying how damaging that mindset is of men and women mm-hmm. just can't be friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so, I guess that's the whole, that's the whole point of this um, episode, just to say... You know that that's not true. Men and women definitely can be friends. But Although I, I, you, you, I, have, okay. I have a question though. Okay. Um, from your pers- okay, from your experience, when mm. what about when emotions come in? You two, you still think that they can be friends? Like okay, so that emotion, so that emotion thing, right? Yeah. That emotion thing and um to the listeners if you haven't figured it out by now we are doing this better so just apologies in advance for any <laughs> any issues that might happen or you, you might um, <laughs> anything that happens um so back to, so there's a reason why you know the bible says we are led we walk by faith and not by sight and i like to say we walk by faith and not by feelings because that emotional thing is feelings and so but the thing is it, it still goes back to that mindset if I think that men and women can be friends, it's a lot easier for me to start to develop feelings for someone. Even if they're not real. Even if they're not really, they don't have substance. Does that make sense? Mm, yeah. So yeah. when I start to see that I am liking someone, I start to ask myself questions. Do you really like this person? Do you like this person because you feel like you should like this person? It might not make sense for anybody listening, but it makes sense to me. Because I want to know if these feelings make sense, if they have depth to them. Yeah, or if I'm not just acting like... Because it is social programming to think that men and women can be friends. So obviously, if I think that, that it, it makes sense for, for me to either fall for you or be so sexually attracted to you that I can't think anymore. So I need to start to, first of all, figure out where is my head at to begin with. Because if I, if I, if I do not have that mindset, if I have the mindset that men and women can't be friends, can't be friends, then my immediate default setting isn't to go to feelings or lust. It's to actually get to know this person. But to really, really answer your question, um, what happens when emotions get into it? I think I think I actually just did. It's just a question. Ask yourself tough questions and try to figure out what is happening. And then, or oh, that's actually the second thing to do. The first thing is to pray about it. So there's this new trick 
I don't know if that's a trick, but there's this new thing I started doing. Once I meet a guy or I start to get close to a guy, I don't even mean, you know, romantically, just I start talking to a guy a lot. I immediately take that person to God and be like, I, I hand over this relationship, friendship to you because I don't want to ruin it. Because there was something I was going to say earlier that I, you know, I didn't say you earlier, you said even before you became a believer, you used to be able to, you know, spend nights with yeah. um, women and nothing, and nothing will happen. That's the yeah. thing. Before Jesus, a lot of us had un- unfortunately bought into that mindset. So when you become a believer, there has to be a renewal. And the Bible talks about, you know, a daily renewal of our minds. And so it doesn't just, you know, have, it's not a switch that just goes from, oh, I no longer, I, I, I objectify everyone to now I no longer objectify. It takes a while. So it takes constant, like, renewal and constant yeah. praying. And, yeah. And so even now, you know, a lot of times I find myself praying ahead as i'm going out today god let me first see people as your creation let me first see you in yeah, them before i important. see yeah before i see if this is a boy or a girl or if they are fine or they are ugly whatever that you know that is so i would say when emotions get into it it's just take it to good before questioning exactly what you're feeling yeah i agree with yeah. you perfectly because nowadays like i i i think i think every person that i meet to go like What's this relationship going to be about? What's this? Although, I won't lie to you, sometimes I have coconut dead. <laughs> and it usually used to end in premium tears. So, yeah, right? <laughs> so, no, but it really breaks my heart. Sorry. It really breaks my heart because when you go against God's plan, it always ends in premium tears, as you said. It always ends in tears because... God's plan is to it's just to keep us on the right path and not put us in trouble and not put us in a place or take us down paths we don't need to be on. But when sure. we decide to follow our flesh or follow what the world says, in this case, men and women can't be friends, we destroy things. Like I have had relationships where God they initially started off with the men and women can't be friends. Then at some point, God stepped in and then he he just changed that relationship where now i like all we are are friends and you see the beauty in it you see that okay this is what it's supposed to be about it's not supposed to be about oh will he dates me will he kiss me will he, will, 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 will we become a couple yeah, immediately reminds me. You meet someone. Yeah. yeah it reminds me of one time okay when my best friend and i became friends and really close and a lot of people in our circle thought oh these people are going to date then i remember one time they were talking about us like you can i have to tell people i'm telling the old world that you can be cool with a girl or you can be cool with a guy and very cool with the person like you guys understand each other very well but it doesn't mean that you guys should date that's the thing like because people have that mindset as soon as they see you being friendly with someone, it's like, oh yeah, and then they start to put that in your head, like, oh yeah, definitely, you guys are perfect for each other. You know, you guys yeah. should date, and it's like, I can be friends with someone, I can get along with someone. Without yeah. there are many, it's there are many reasons why why God brings people your um your your to your path. Uh, yeah. Probably you guys are supposed to work together. Probably you guys are supposed to achieve and back on a project together or something. It may not just be oh. Some people think the only reason why you can vibe with someone is because, oh, you're supposed to date the person. There are many other reasons. You need to understand. Like Amos says, uh, can two work together except they agree? So you need to you need to have understanding with whoever it is for you to even go into business with the person or to do something. I am back. Yeah. It doesn't have to be, oh, I I I want I it's it's doesn't have to lead to a romantic relationship. I just have to just yeah. put that out there. Yeah. I think that's the whole point of this episode. It's just by God's grace, shattering that, breaking, destroying, disrupting that mindset that men and women must be something other than friends. Because it really, on I had this, on this, there's this other episode I did with my friend Peter. Um, it was, I think it was the part two of the sex sex series and i like how he puts it he says you know we are all different expressions of good 
So as a woman, I am an expression of God, and as a man, I'm an, I'm an expression. You are an expression of God. So we are supposed to work together, and there is something like each expression has something to offer to the other party. But if yes. we immediately go to the world mentality, we risk losing out on what God wants out of that friendship, wants out of that partnership, wants out of that relationship. Yeah. And so that's yeah, what so, even so if I, something is going to okay sorry let me just sorry i'm sorry <laughs> even if something is going to happen there has to be a foundation but yes. then this whole thing about even shattering because it, it, it's different when you're just friends for friends sake or compared to when you're friends hoping that one day to get something that's different and this isn't about that this is about letting people know that you can actually be friends for friends sake because god has something like god made all of us differently and we both have things of each other and we are all missing out on it if we only see each other as yeah. through the world's perspective through the world's mindset of okay this but me as a person definitely have to do something yes and to add to what inem said one thing i noticed from my experiences with my female friends and male friends is that having both sides of the coin gives mm-hmm. me both perspectives on issues. For instance, I go to like when I'm when I'm having some like a probably an issue, I talk to a male friend, he tells me this, this, that, this, that. I talk to a female friend, she gives me this, a different perspective. So I it, it it helps also. It helps basically. It helps you to have both perspectives. Yeah. Or if you just have just one gender of friends, you won't see the other side. Yeah. All right, it so really does fine. help because like i know <laughs> i know for a lot of guys in my life i was the first person to tell them anything about menses or ovulation <laughs> or menstrual cycle because there is this thing of there's this shame surrounding that for women society has put on women so a lot of women can't talk about it so i was for the most for most guys i was their first introduction to it and so now they know more and they know better and then it helps them in their other relationships with women or the other friendships with women or their other relationships with other women so there's just realizing that we all have things offer all of us being unique different expressions of god we all have things offer the other person the other gender and yeah. and then i think about it maybe that is the devil's trick that's the enemy's trick because it's like if i can keep them separated by thinking that all they have to other each other is sex and maybe one day marriage then they never really get to know what god wants from them or what god has for them through the other gender does that make sense yeah it does it does because i know that if when i get married uh there are certain things there are certain ways my wife may be able to understand because you have been friends with women yeah so yeah although i'm still learning really- though you you ladies it requires the Holy Spirit to fully understand you guys. <laughs> Everything requires the Holy Spirit. They won't start with me. Everything requires the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah. So, right. but to go back to the, you know, as I said, some some of us, you know, fell into. I'm not. I don't. I don't think people realize how. I'm just. I know I'm hammering on the same thing. And it feels like I'm repeating myself, but just because I have come to realize just how damaging it is that mindset. I mean, I make up because there have been people. I have come into my life and then I don't really like them like that or I don't really fancy them like that but there's just, just that thing in your head or maybe it's not even in your head it's other people that are telling you until it enters your head it's like oh maybe you know I should you know make up with this person or I should allow this person to make up with me even though you don't even really fancy the person like that but it's just because so many times at the office for instance they'll be like nah you know, you'll be talking and you'll be saying, oh, I went to my friend's house or I stayed at my friend's house. And they're like, <laughs> and I'm like, why are you laughing? They're like, ah. <laughs> and I'm like, you're really just being curious. Like, why are you laughing? Why are you, why are you, what's that about? And they're like, oh, you're yeah, definitely doing something. Or he's definitely thinking of doing something. And it just, it kind of rubs um, the relationship or the friendship of that innocence that he had when there was nothing. Because now people are saying things that are planting yeah. thoughts into your head. Which is just messed up. A lot, of, a lot of relationships are forced on people indirectly by their friends. 
Was, oh, yeah. you guys are cool. Oh, you guys are very cool. You guys vibe. You guys have chemistry. Then you guys should also have biology. But, but. So, we need to reorientate ourselves and, in the words of Paul, renew our minds. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like, really, just seeing life and things from God's perspective really changes everything. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Very okay, true. Okay, I was into I was, I was, into I was going to say word. Like, when you said that, like, word, but very, very true. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to ask the question. Um, so, how about people? Because I feel like I am still, I'm a recovering, whatever, I'm, I'm whatever. How about people who, you know, have this mindset, but now they are believers, you know, and they are still, God is still working on them. They are still on a journey. But they really want to start to see the opposite gender as, you know, through God's lenses and not prospective, you know, excuse my language, knacks or prospective relationship. What, how, like, what's your advice to those kind of people? Okay, my, my first, my, the first thing, the, my advice, the first thing I would advise is that, man, Go to the Holy Spirit first. <laughs> Go to the Holy Spirit. Honestly, it may, it may sound it may sound unreal, but let me give you my personal experience. So it's some certain type of girls used to come my way for a long time. Um and I had to when I became a believer, I had to I had to pray them away. And it worked. So my first advice is that oh, um, you should go to the Holy Spirit. Honestly. A lot, of, a lot of believers just think that the Holy Spirit is just for spiritual things. I was like, like, you know, if it's not, if it's not some um, spiritual gifts-like things, they won't call on the Holy Spirit. But honestly, the Holy Spirit is like it's for everyday, your spirit, soul, yeah. and body. Honestly, so it's for your everyday life. It's for, it's for your everyday life. So just ask him, just tell him. Because sometimes I feel like, oh, um, 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 my, my spiritual fire is dwindling let's go to the spirit and tell him help me out so in those cases you have to tell him to help you to renew your mind to then also apart from that you also have to how would i put it um i would say see people first as your sisters and brothers you may, you may not have to call them you may not call them brother this or sister this, but I think it will help. I oh, just have a problem you know, with that. I have a problem with that thing. Let's see them as family. See them as okay, people. Then right. also, uh, yeah, I think I think that will help. And also, what else? Just relate to people without sexualizing them. Actually, yeah, right. We should sit plus brother and sister. Yeah, actually, right. Don't mind me. Okay, cool. But like, I just realized that you never hear me call. You never hear me call in them, sister in them. No, it's not gonna work. But it doesn't mean that. Oh, I can't see her in that way. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say right. that. Um, I this the second and third thing you say still tied. They are still tied to the first thing you said. Because it's only the Holy Spirit that can actually renew just not just your mind, but your eyes and your head. Where you can go from seeing everyone to your prospective sex partner. Where you can go from seeing them as prospective sex partner or prospective husband or wife or girlfriend or boyfriend to, you know, sister or brother or God's family. So it really your answer is really still just goes back to the first one, which is the Holy Spirit. Because you you are right. He really like people like to just assign him to only spiritual things, but the Holy Spirit is our helper in everything. And we need him for everything and everyday living. And for even things like like especially things like this. Especially like I think we need him the most for renewal of things when it comes to I've seen I've seen women in a certain way or I've seen men in a certain way 
but now I'm a believer and I want to see them the way God wants to see them. He's the only person that can change our minds and our hearts because he does that. He helps us. He changes our desires. He makes our desires reflect or make, should I say, makes our desires reflect God's desires. If that makes sense. I hope mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, That's true. That Something yeah. just popped in my mind right now, my heart. Or that the, the, this particular, this um, Pauline prayer, um, Ephesians 1 17, 17, where he says, um, You ask for the wisdom and uh, knowledge. Okay, then he also says, Open the eyes of understanding that you may be enlightened. And I think that's important too, because when your eyes are open, when your eyes are open to the right way and you come to the knowledge of Christ, I don't think you see people as a sexual object. Yeah. Yeah, right. Although, yeah. I have one last question. One last okay. Question. What about when... Okay. What about when you, 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 you find yourself being sexually attracted to somebody? What do you do in such situations? I think I think it still ties back to the. I don't know. You're asking me like I'm the authority on men and women relationships, but okay. <laughs> I think it ties back to the. <laughs> I think it ties back to the to the um, emotions question, because a lot of the times, the reason why we are sexually attracted to somebody is because we are still viewing people as sexual objects is because we are still operating on that mindset of men and women just can't be friends there has to be something extra and so if that is where your mind is at it is only natural that as soon as you see a guy or a, a girl you are already looking at oh nice lips nice this nice that and then it's just going to keep building on from there so it still goes back to that you know thing of you know trying to figure out the Holy Spirit to help you figure out where your head is at and what you're thinking. But, um... Do you, do you agree that in... Okay. Uh, the, I'm of the view that uh, in such a situation, while they're asking the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit, I think she just, like, maybe give space a bit. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, I think uh, you're actually you right. Because I was, I was trying to, like, Think, I'm thinking of a way to practicalize it, even though other thing I said is practical, but just for that practicalize it. Um, I don't know if practicalize it, but you get what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I get. Yeah, I would say if you find that you are, you are starting to be sexually sexually attracted to someone, or in some cases something sexual has even happened, because a lot of the times people just like to just be like, okay, something sexual has happened, that's the end of that thing. But I have had, personally speaking, I have I've had God revive a relationship where we something sexual happened, and then He made He He turned things around on to got to a point where He was literally my brother. Brother, I kid you not. It was it was like nothing had ever happened between us, and that's how I knew that there is no way that I could have done that. It had to be God. So I would say first of all. First of all, but I legit okay. So let me just tell on myself a bit. I find I tend to do this on this, but okay. <laughs> First, this is how it was. There was this person a couple of years ago, not a couple, a lot of years ago actually, who at the time he was the closest person. He was the closest I had seen. Or how do I put it? At the time, he was the only person that had come close to the image I had in my head of the kind of person I wanted to be with. I think I was in school then, yeah. And so at the time, he was like the closest I'd seen to the person I, I wanted in my head. And so I was just like, of course, he has to be the one. <laughs> I have never met anyone that has come close. So of course, it's him. Oh, you wanted him to be the one? It just made sense, guy. If not, why would God have brought him? Why would God have um, allowed him to cross my path? That had to be the reason. You know, he wasn't bad looking. You know, we vibed. There was a connection. I was like, of course. You know, and then so, it, it very, not very, very, not not very long after that. You know, we got um, intimate. You know, started making out or whatever. 
and for years or for a while after that i was convinced that this guy was my guy and there was no you know letting go of that until you know flash forward to 2016 when i was like okay i want to do this god thing for real and i don't know why <laughs> well I, I just realized that i think about it at that time one of the things i kept i started to pray about was that relationship we're not talking anymore because this had happened a while ago we're not talking anymore we will talk every once in a while i still held resentment in my heart for him because i was like this guy was the one and he was being a cow <laughs> and you know all of that happened but i found myself starting to pray about that relationship and just like give it to god i'm like just god you know i i let go of this you know because i felt i i felt like god was letting me know that he wasn't for me and he had i think he had done that while ago, but i was resisting and i was like nope i know better you don't know what you're saying no see this guy can you hear me yes yes i can hear you clearly okay okay so that happened but yeah i found myself praying about that relationship and until i don't know how it happened i can't, i wish i could give it a time frame but it got to after i read it got to a point where me and this guy became close again but there was nothing nothing sexual between us nothing not in the way we talk like every time we talked it would be about god something godly or just friendly like there was nothing and i was just like i think about that when i think when i'm when i find myself when I meet someone new or I find myself starting to get in the, either emotionally invested or sexually attracted to someone, I remind myself of that. I can only call it a testimony of, okay, so that was one experience where God showed me that he can actually turn things around even after I mess up or we mess up. So I, that I, I started with, you know, praying about it. And yeah, yeah, right. The second thing I would say is the distance. But before distance, having a conversation, if you can, especially if you are both believers, I think it helps. If you are already on a, um, if you are already at both at points where you really want to live the lives that you know God wants you to live, so if you are on the same page, it makes it a lot easier. Where you can be like, okay, so you know, this is how it's going. If both of you are already there together, it's a different thing. If it's just you that in your head crushing on someone, then go and do your talk to yourself. But if it's both of you, maybe you've already been. Um, intimate or whatever you can have conversations about it and be like okay you know this is how it is and you know we, this is not what we both want for each other and so maybe we need to take a break from each other or maybe just restrict our uh, uh, um, meetings uh, yeah our meetings to so like um, public spaces or with people, things like that. But I think the biggest thing, I think every other thing, that one day, but I think the biggest thing is God and the Holy Spirit because he's the only yep. one that really has the power to transform anything that's going on inside of us. He's the only one. All these other things, or don't go close, stay apart. They can help for a bit, but without the Holy Spirit there, the next time you guys are alone in a room, the next time you guys have yep. a moment to yourself, something's going to happen. So it starts with first praying, committing that relationship. I'm like, God, I want my relationships to honor you. That's it. I don't want it to be about my flesh. I don't want it to be about my desires. I want them to honor you. I want to see what this what this person has to offer me. What you what you have put in this person that will um, help my life and vice versa. Because I really think if you really start to think about like if you if you get rid, I, I feel like I'm talking a lot. But if you get rid of that mindset, I said as I continue to talk, interesting. If you get rid of that mindset, that worldly mindset of men and women can be friends. And if you're like, okay, I'm going to, you know, see God's way where men and women can be friends. In fact, I feel like men and women should be friends because we each have something to offer. Yeah. We are both unique. Men, men men and women are we have god inside of us and god made all of us and he made us differently and uniquely and so if i'm only friends with women i only see things from one perspective i only see things yeah but if i'm friends with both genders it changes everything because now you see how men think and how women think or what men have to say. I mean, and I don't mean what the what men think they are supposed to say or what women think. No, but like really what, what men think or what you know women think. And so I think men and women should be friends. And 
if you if once you get rid of that world mentality if you are if you decide i want to do this this the god way and men and women should be friends i i think after after like you know the holy spirit it's still not even after actually everything i've been saying just goes back to the holy spirit because now okay. i realize that actually starting to commit my relationship from the beginning before anything even happens or things to happen it really really helps because if, once i do that i've noticed like i'm thinking of a friendship in particular where in the beginning he'll be like ah what if something happened i'm like nope nothing will ever happen because like i was i had taken that relationship and had drenched it in prayers <laughs> and i had i had soaked it <laughs> like there was no way anything was ever and now we are so close you know we've we've he's been to my house i've been to his house plenty and like nothing will can ever <laughs> happen between us so that i'm like that relationship has been sanctified he has been holified. That's not a word. But he gets Don't worry, we're, we're coining that word. <laughs> probably even trademark yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Any any last words? Well, yeah, before yeah. we go to any last like really like as I said, you are my guest on this episode because you, you have a unique perspective and um, point of view to offer because you have you have a lot of male a lot of female friends. So yeah. How has it been for you, you know, now as a believer dealing with these female friends? Like, what what happens if, you know, emotions, because you've asked this, let me ask you, what happens if emotions get in the way? Or what happens if one of them starts liking you or things that, you know, sometimes Christians right. think that God took them, that what if one wakes up and is like, you know, Francis, they are the one. God told me. <laughs> or do they do that? They're like uh, they try to hit on you sexually or whatever. Like, how do you, oh, you know? Okay. Firstly, when I meet a person, especially someone of the opposite sex, when I meet when I meet a person, um, I usually let them know who I am and what I stand for. So once they know that, oh yes, Francis is a staunch believer, is a lover of God, I feel if it 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 kind of um, helps them to know the kind of person I am, and it prevents certain things from happening. But irrespective, when certain things seem to happen, like when, for instance, they come on to me, I just it, it, I I I let them know and let them know like I can't do that, and I limit setting like for instance if i know someone is really sexually attracted to me i will limit the amount of physical meetings and um alone times with that person because uh i'll 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 do that then uh what else what else what else else did he ask again but basically i'll just let them know like the scenario of the girl telling me that oh God said I'm the one for her, <laughs> I would say oh that I'll I'd like to hear from God myself too, and and um yeah yeah hello yeah I'm here okay I'm I like to hear okay I like to hear from God myself and I would let her know until I hear from God because. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, God will not just speak to you alone; He speaks to me too. So they, that's how that's how I like I go about it. But I let them know from the start. I let them know. Then also, I've I won't lie. Let me confess. I've friend I've friend zoned a lot of people too. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe unintentionally. People, people always act like friend zoning is a bad thing. No, and it's, I think it also it still ties back to that men and women can't friends because it, when people think that men and women can't friends, then someone friend zones you. You take it as a personal attack that this person doesn't find me desirable because like men that. and women can't be friends, and it's not like that, or so it's not always like that. Yeah. No, it's not always like that. Yeah. So I've found a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people, a lot. So I 
I'm, I'm a criminal when it comes to friends with it. <laughs> so, but it helps, it helps prevent certain things, I think, and stuff. Because if you like me, you genuinely like me, if you genuinely romantically like me, or we are meant to be together, irrespective of the friend zone, we'll always be together. Hmm. I don't know if you understand. I jump and pass. <laughs> I jump and pass that last one. Um, you said you like to, you know, let people know. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear clearly. So you, you like to let people know from the beginning the kind of person you are. As a woman who lives in a society where the woman has been given the role of spiritual leader and has been and men have been mm, told I mean, that you know marry let me finish now, marry a woman that you know can pay for seven hundred hours, marry a woman that whatever, 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 you know. As a woman that you know lives in that kind of society, letting a guy you know, letting certain guys know from the beginning that okay, I'm not about this life, I'm about God. It makes you hundred times more desirable. Mm, mm, mm. And yes, trust me. And Ooh, not just desirable, but they're like, I am going to conquer you. So now, so having the Holy Spirit is the selling point. As a woman, yeah. But no, that's this, this is the thing. They think they want it because they have been told. That you know, build a woman that pays for seven hundred hours, build a, a, a God-fearing woman. So they themselves are not always, you know, any of these things, but they want these things because they have been told that they should have these things in order to have the right home. So they think this is what they want until they meet and they realize, okay, she's really about that life. But then I'm like, but we can make you. <laughs> I was just saying when you said, you know, you try to let people know from the beginning that this is who you are. And I was just like, ha, that doesn't always work with, as a woman, from this perspective, doesn't always work with every woman. Because sometimes it can actually make you more desirable to certain kinds of people. But as you were talking, you know, I remember the particular time where, funny enough, it was my last episode with Sunnesses. And I remember the day we recorded the Sunnesses, you know, we spent, I think, about over an hour, close to two hours, you know, just recording the podcast. And he doesn't probably has no idea of this. So this was just what was going in my head. And I was like, huh, like this is how, not that I've never happened before. It has, you know, I have certain friends where we spend hours with each other and it's just edification throughout. Like yeah, everything that like we that, say, so. yeah, everything that we say is so edifying. I'm like, I need more. I left that, you know, conversation thinking I need more friendships like this where not that I don't have them I do but I I need more of this where I am with someone of the opposite sex and there is no okay hi my name is Wally Ujola and then I'm going to be talking about um, the differences in the worldview and sexualized worldview and our own view as believers. I think the issue is the purpose, the end purpose, where we have to understand that the reason why we are created is to glorify God. That's the main reason why we are created. So the world, the unbelievers also are created for that particular reason, but they don't know this. We as believers have come into this knowledge. And then that's why everything we do is to that end point called glorifying God. So because of this, when we make friendships, when we, even regardless of gender, it is for the purpose of glorifying God. And then a sexualized or perverse worldview does not have that in mind. It can't glorify God. So that's one of the things that keep us in check as, as believers, that we know that our end point, even in our friendships, is to glorify God. So we won't do whatever will not glorify God. And as it has been helping us, we keep pushing towards that end goal. Okay, well, first of all, I think it is a bogus misconception that has been believed by many people. And you know how belief is. What you believe is what you see. So, I think it's a reality thing. Too. If it's your reality, get informed. That's, that's not who you are. So, I think it's a reality thing.
yeah so i was saying that you know it just made me realize that i want more of those kind of relationships with the opposite gender where it's like every second of every conversation is so edifying we're like that's being together with that kind of friend actually like from beginning to the end gives glory to god because there is no room for our flesh there is just literally you know two two spiritual beings having a human or should i say two i don't have to put the try say two spiritual beings having a human experience or two human beings having a spiritual experience i don't know but you get the picture so yeah so maybe that's one thing like as a believer that wants to you know have relationships with the opposite gender that honor god maybe find people that already think like you because i think that's very important yeah because it's, it can be problematic no and i i mean for close friendships if it's just acquaintances yeah sure you can have you know whoever you know but for close relationships that you want to be doing life with people your close circle with people you want to really do life with i think you guys need to be on the same page you know about what friendship looks like you know because it makes no sense if you let's say as a girl you, you know you, you you believe that men and women can't be friends with no strings attached with nothing and have, you know, we can have friendships that glorify god and then you all your male friends don't think like that it's going to be problematic yes i agree i feel like i just described my life (laughs) yes like i've always had you know a lot of male friends and then now that i am on this you know faith journey god thing and a lot of the is some of them a lot some of them are christians but you know everybody's on a journey and it can it can be heartbreaking sometimes when it feels like okay this is where i am but my friend isn't there and so it, it helps i think the best thing you don't need to drop them you can keep you know being friends with them and praying about them but it really helps to find people have people in your life where you guys are on the same page what friendship should look like where you can be friends without you know anything phys- sexual or physically or romantically happening does that make sense? Uh, uh, yeah, it does. It does. Anyways, any last words? Last words. Yes, last words. I have last words. You can be there, man, there, woman. Believers or not, you can be friends with the opposite sex. Without any. Without any strings at that. Yeah. Just believe it and try to reorientate your mind those are people like eh impossible but honestly this is very possible i'm a i'm a i'm a living i'm a living i'm a living testimony of that and maybe it's because of the way i was brought up i don't know but i grew up knowing that it was possible to be friends with the opposite sex wearing shield my my parents didn't shield us away from being friends with the opposite sex so that's it okay cool yeah, I th- for me, the whole point of having this episode, this conversation, is to challenge and break and destroy that stereotype or that mindset that men and women yeah. do something. And so, and every, every generational, but negative generational mindset. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, um, I just want to say that men and women can be friends men and women should be friends and that as believers we should always hold on to god's way of looking at things and not the world's way because the world's way is always perverted you know because that's all you know the world is perverted like the world thinks just they see a woman and it's just like ah you know certain body parts and that is all there is to no, that you know, when i was younger when i was younger sorry i'm chipping this just just when i was younger and i used to watch movies and they start then when i was really, really young like really primary schoolish and i'll notice that some comical movies they would be showing like when the next thing they'll show a woman and they'll show her butts they'll show her walking and her butts and they never understood those kind of things so I believe that it's the world that really corrupts 
through media, through warped ideas and warped um, mindsets. Honestly, that's why Christ said, "Let's be be like um, little children." How do you say it? <laughs> little children don't have any form of. Uh, their minds are not corrupted by things of the world. Yeah, they are clean. They don't have preconceived notions. They're just clean. Honestly, they, play, they play with both sexes and everything. Yeah. Yeah. But then that's the thing because, you know, a lot of times we only talk about like being like a little child. But what happens if you're now a whole adult and you have all these years of doing things a certain way? And certain people can feel like, okay, there is no point. I'm just going to die there. But that's not true. That's the, that's the amazing thing about God. That's why God is so amazing. Is because he's the only one that can actually cause true transformation, true redemption. Yep. He's the one that can take... <laughs> what did he say? I said Romans 12 to... Yeah. He's the only one that can take someone that was a certain way and just do a whole 360 on them and he made this person God, God, God gives the best makeover is it makeover they call it yes makeover they call it yes so don't think that just because you've looked at it um, the other gender a certain way for so long that you are destined to die there that there is no that you can't change that you nah that's not true definitely not true you can with the help of the Holy Spirit. So, yeah. yeah. If you're not, if not, if we've not said anything that has made sense so far, <laughs> well, I know that we have. Just you know, remember that men and women can be friends. Men and women should be friends because we are all unique packages of God. We are all unique expressions of God, and so we all have something to offer each other. And if we only look at each other as sexual objects, we we are robbing ourselves of the opportunity of getting to know, you know, the God in the other person, getting to know what that other person has to offer, like platonically, like truly, without anything. So, yeah, I think that I, I just I'm just I'm just realizing that's what the enemy does. You know, he likes to make sure that he has things so messed up and so perverted that we have no chance of realizing what God really has, you know, for us. Because I feel like God packages himself in all of us and then when we meet each other, we all have something to offer the other person. But the enemy is like, if I make this person look at this person sexually, then they will never actually get to know what this person has to offer. They'll never get to see the gift that God yeah. puts in that person. They'll never get to unpack the gift that God put in that person for them. And so, win-win. And so the whole point of this podcast is us shedding, getting rid of that mindset that once I meet a man or once I meet a woman, something sexual. It, you, I, I don't know if like, maybe to you it's not, but like I have happened to me so many times, and now I'm like, wow, that mindset is so damaging because it just makes you, it forces just like that movie. The poor guy had no interest in the girl, had no interest in doing anything in this girl, but this is friend pressurized him and kept putting it in his head and putting it in his head and putting it... That's the whole thing about, you know, him, you know, say, the, um, not being so easily influenced and easily swayed. That's the whole other conversation. And also about the kind of people hang out with. That's the whole other conversation. But the fact that, you know, his friends kept... They, because they believed that men and women could not be friends. So they kept putting it in him and putting it in him and until that happened and messed up a good thing, you know. It just shows how damaging that can be when you really, really believe or you hang around with people who really believe. Because you might not be, you might have, you, God might be working on you, I might not believe that anymore. But then you're hanging around people or your Twitter feed or your Instagram feed is filled with people that are constantly say there is no way that men and women can be friends. It's going to affect how you view people of the opposite um, gender. So, yeah, just so I can stop repeating myself. Men and women can be friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Francis, thank you so much for coming on. Okay, what I'm did you say? Yeah, I had to throw a jab at you, but I'll let you pass. Okay, thank you. We thank God for self control and restraint. It's only to be 30 minutes. Thank you so much for coming on the uh, <laughs> episode. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, I All really right. appreciate it. 
for doing this. I okay, really guys, also, so I, I also have Tracy for bringing me on. Yeah. See, miracles can happen, happen from listener to guest. Look at that. Uh, the, the, uh, right? Just, just okay, guys, it. thank you so much. <laughs> right? Thank you so All much right. for listening. Um, until next time. Bye. Bye.